Community is important to everyone, no matter where you live across the great state of Minnesota. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is an engaged and socially responsible cooperative that values the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Affinity Plus works hard to give back in a variety of ways, both through financial advice and products, and also through volunteering, sponsorships, and charitable giving. Members know and trust that as a credit union, a local not-for-profit financial cooperative, Affinity Plus has their best interests at heart. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter and see for yourself how Affinity Plus is different. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today our guest is Patrick Spradlin. Patrick is the director of the Community Performing Arts Center and the producer of the Cultural Arts Series at Central Lakes College. Patrick, welcome back to Community Focus. Why, thank you. Always good to be here. We hope all is well with you. And with you. I'm doing okay, all things considered. Mm -hmm. Good, and I know you're also working to try and bring back... Well, you, you actually did already with Ted Manderfeld performing yes. virtually, but you're working on some other things, I understand. Well, we have to adapt, don't we, yes. to uh, these circumstances. Uh, I, as I said to our, my team, uh, just not doing anything is not an option. We can't just stop. So we're trying to operate um, not as business as usual, but uh, finding new ways to um, to present arts programming to our audiences. And some of the ways that we're doing it, I think we're going to keep, uh, even after this pandemic crisis has passed to us, um, because we're fine. we're going to reach a whole different audience in the ways that we've been uh, uh, presenting entertainment and plans that we have to present entertainment and arts programming. Yeah, interesting. Um, I think it's some of these things will, uh, will stick around with us for years to come, and we're making plans to retain some. Um, you mentioned Ted Manderfeld. We had a, a concert with him. Audiences around here will remember him from uh, Deuces Wild, dueling pianos, and mm-hmm. also he's the front man for the popular uh, Rock and Roll Christmas Spectacular that we present every year. It's hard not to remember Ted Manderfeld <laughs> after seeing those shows. <laughs> right. So I got in contact with Ted a few weeks ago, and I said, would you like to come and do a solo performance? I, my immediate thoughts when I thought of doing this was, I need a performer who's charismatic, whose uh, name is recognizable, and who could sit on a bare stage with a piano and uh, entertain an audience for an hour or so, uh, even if that audience was not in front of him. Ted came to mind, and we worked out the details. So we put him in the Chalberg Theater on May 8th, with a couple of camera operators, and um, we live-streamed it over a YouTube private channel to audience members who had uh, signed up in advance. It mm-hmm. was a free event. We did solicit donations for the Central Lakes College Student Support Fund and, and raised over $2,400 that night. Nice. It was an interesting thing. We had about 200 people at the height of it uh, watching live because I was monitoring um, the chat box uh, I wanted this to be an interactive event. Uh, I didn't want it just to be, here's music being streamed out to you. You can get that anywhere. But uh, we had people writing in with requests and making comments and asking questions. Cool. Of I would relay those back and forth. We had about 200 people when it was live. I've since gone on the YouTube channel where it's been archived, and there have been over 1,000 views of it. Oh, wow. neat. So, uh, that's, that's interesting. I'm not quite sure what to make of that, but uh, that's pretty, pretty neat. So. I like it. So I'm, I'm looking at other artists to present in a similar format. I'll bring them to the Chalberg stage. Um, 
The reason I do that is that we can control the sound and the lighting and all of those technical elements much better if it's in our space. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've got some folks out there who are expressing interest in doing just that. I don't have names to give you right now because I haven't signed any contracts and I don't have dates because that's all part of the process. But that information will start coming out pretty soon. Okay. In the meantime, uh, of course, uh, the... Actors uh, are thespians here in the Lakes area, and we're so proud of them because we we know we have a, just a tremendous core of actors. What? Yes, we do. Um, an outlet for them. I understand you're working on something there as well? In rehearsal. So uh, as a preface, I saw three possibilities, three realities that were facing us. One was where uh, performers and audiences had to be all separated from one another. Nobody could be together in the same space. The other possibility is where we could get a small group of actors together, perhaps, but the audience could not congregate in large numbers, so we would have to send it out to them through some other means. And the third possibility is where we could get actors and audience together in some modified environment uh, that would be safe for everybody. So the first thing out of the gate is a, a production of a play called The Long Trip. We have four actors. <laughs> One of them lives in St. Paul, although she did work here in Brainerd for many years. Uh, another lives in Becker, and the other two actors live in various parts of uh, the Brainerd Lakes area. Wow. Um, and we're doing it entirely over Zoom. And we're not running away from Zoom as a uh, means by doing this. We're actually incorporating the idea of Zoom into the play. The play is about an elderly couple who um, the wife is starting to uh, suffer memory loss. And in an attempt to keep her connected, uh, the husband is trying to get her to remember um, their first romance, the moment that they fell in love with one another. And then there's a younger couple of actors who play out the story as it happens. Okay. So the two older actors, the two older characters are connecting actually over Zoom because they've been quarantined from one another in this instance. And then we see the younger actors interacting. Um, We'll have virtual scenery. We've got green screens that we're using behind the actors. I mean, we're trying to make this as much of a, a, a theater event as we can, um, even though we're restricted by what we're able to do with technology. But mm-hmm. as I said to the director, Beth Selinger, don't run away from the technology. Try to find a way to embrace it and maybe be creative with it in, in doing this. And they are doing a fantastic job of that. That's going to be a very interesting production. Yeah. Uh, it opens on June 16th, June 16th through 18th. Okay. Uh, is when that will stream live. So every night will be live. Wow. We're uh, planning to have a talk-back session afterwards for audience members who want to stick around and talk to the actors, like we might do with a live production. I mean, a produ- it is live, a production where everybody's in the same space. Um, so that's going to happen uh, at the end of, in the middle of June. That's our first production up. And, uh, Patrick, I'll, I'll just ask right away, how sure. will people be able to access that then? Was, will they need to sign up, get a, get a code? Uh, how, how are we doing that part of it? Um, we're doing that um, in a method that I'm not uh, entirely settled on at the moment, I'll be honest with you. Okay. Um, but uh, audience members who want to participate in this, we, we will publicize as widely as we can through our uh, email base. I'll be sending you information about it. I'm not sure what that link will be, but I will tell you this. If you go to our uh, website, clcperformingarts.com, you can always keep up to date with information about how these things will unfold. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And we know Beth Sellinger, so uh, she's just a special person. That should be good. The other actors, the four actors are Ed Yunker and Karen Mowers, who are playing the older couple. 
And then Jesse Brutcher and Sadie Wonder are playing the younger couple. Sadie, actually, she's done a lot of theater with us, but has uh, relocated to St. Paul. Um, Karen lives in Becker, as I mentioned before. And then the other two actors are in a couple of different locations. And uh, the director oh. lives in um, Randall. So yeah. Yeah. everybody sure. connect. And uh, our stage manager lives in uh, Monaga. So they all connect via Zoom <laughs> for rehearsals. It's uh, it's uh, an interesting concept. And it uh, is. I'm anxious to see how it turns out. I'm wow. anxious to see Ed Yen- Yunker performing too. again. Yeah. Oh, yes. After years. Yeah, I was going to say he uh, He did the Geritol so, Frolics, yeah. but before that, I even remember him as uh, the, from The King and I many, many years really? ago. Oh, yeah. wow. I've directed Ed in several productions during my time at CLC. So. Yeah. yeah. Talented guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have him back. Very good. What else is in the works, Patrick? Okay, on Monday and Tuesday coming up, June 1st and 2nd. We have auditions for uh, two musicals. Now, we are either going to perform these outdoors, um, assuming that restrictions on numbers of people who can gather in one place rises above 10, because that would be a very small audience. Um, uh, we have a location on our campus where we'll build a stage, and there'll be plenty of room for people to spread out. And of course, all the sound will be mic'd and amplified. Um, those are scheduled for the end of July, beginning of August. But those auditions, Monday and Tuesday night, starting at uh, 6.30, will be held on campus. You need to make an appointment in advance. You can do that by contacting me, um, patrick.spradlin at clcmn.edu. My uh, email address is also available on our website. Okay. But you must sign up for an appointment. We won't have you know people milling around with one another waiting for an audition. And then right. you'll be brought into the theater one at a time to audition. There are two musicals. One's called The Marvelous Wonderettes. The story is four high school girls who've been called upon to perform as a, a, a last-minute replacement of a music group at their prom. Oh, boy. So, uh, <laughs> it features, uh, both musicals feature very recognizable music from the 50s and 60s. Songs like in Marvelous Wonderettes, Mr. Sandman and right. Lollipop and It's My Party, Leader of the Pack, songs that our audience will be very familiar with. Mm-hmm. Then the second musical is called Shaboom, Life Could Be a Dream. And it follows the exploits of Denny and the Dreamers, who are a fledgling doo-wop group who are uh, preparing to try to make it big through this uh, radio contest that they're going to enter. So uh, we got songs like Tears on My Pillow, Run Around Sue, Unchained Melody. Fun. I actually saw this production at the old Log Theater several years ago. Mm. Quite, quite fun. So... Uh, these are going to be two shows. They'll uh, be performed, like I said, hopefully outdoors, July 21 to 24, and August 4 through 7. Um, we will be selling tickets day of performance. We do that because if it rains, we don't want to have to go through the whole process of refunding all the advance sales for tickets. Sure. Um, but more details about that will be happening uh, in, the, in the weeks ahead. If we're not able to have an audience... We will live stream them. We'll move them inside to the Chalberg and do with them what we've been doing with uh, with Ted Mandefeld's production and other things. Interesting. It sounds like it's going to be good. I mean, this is, you know, this could be very I, cool. <laughs> I hope so. I think so. <laughs> it must be interesting for you as the producer and director of these to, to have to, uh, well, I mean, you don't know in the end where this might take place or how it'll all play out. One thing we have talked about, um, there's an audience out there that um, 
uh, I'll just take for an example people in uh, extended care circumstances or uh, retirement homes. Yeah. We invite them all the time to come to our productions. It's it's difficult for them to do that. Um, logistically, with transportation and other things, it's just tough for them to make it. Once uh, we've got this up and running, um, we intend to reach out to those facilities and say, every production we do that we're able to do this with, um, we're going to stream it to you if you want it. And mm-hmm. your residents don't have to leave. They can stay there and see what's happening in our theater spaces. So um, that's what I meant by saying that we're going to keep many aspects of this uh, for future use. That's great. We're even investing in the equipment that we'll need, cameras and so on, that will, will help us do this on a more permanent basis. So, cool. um, you know, I haven't even started. I mean, I have started, but I haven't solidified any kind of season for next year. I mean, typically about this time of year, I'm putting mm-hmm. together my season brochure to go out to announce all the events for fall and spring season. Um Everything's up in the air right now, as, yeah. you, as you know. Not today. <laughs> Artists are unable to sign contracts. I'm unable to commit to dates. I mean, there's just nothing that can happen moving forward right now. But mm-hmm. um, if, they can, if we can make these things successful, I think um, even if we're still in kind of a shutdown mode over the next several months, still be able to provide arts programming, and that was the whole goal. Well, it sounds like you've got some pretty cool things lined up. I think we do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, remind again, how many actors are needed for those two productions on uh, that the auditions are happening for on sure. Monday? Marvelettes is four women. They're younger. I mean, they're high school age, but, uh, you know, the actors who portray them don't have to be high school kids. Mm-hmm. They look younger <laughs> or made to be look younger. And um, for Shaboom, it's four men and one woman, also yeah. of about the same age group. Okay. And all this information is on your website, Patrick? Yes. Okay. All right. We'll invite folks to go to clcperformingarts.com to find out more. And your uh, uh, email address you said is there as well. Patrick.spradlin at clcmn.eu. Good deal. All right. Great. Well, good luck with all of this, Patrick. And thank you for putting in the effort so people can stay entertained. Yes. Yes, indeed. Our pleasure. I mean, that's that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> well, the performing arts remain important, and it's so good that they're still happening. I yep. guess that's they, the bottom line. Mm-hmm. They are. They are. Good. Good, good. Patrick, stay safe. Thank you so much for being with us today, and we'll talk again. Thank you. Take care. You too. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. Patrick Spradlin is the director of the Community Performing Arts Center and the producer of the Cultural Arts Series at Central Lakes College. I'm Ken Thomas, and we remind you that Community Focus is available anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com, and that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. And I'm Tess Taylor reminding you that you can always listen through our free downloadable app as well, and that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.